You're listening to the Fire Pit Podcast, conversations between father and son. Today, we will be talking about foundation for growth. Yeah. Um, I was looking over the previous episodes that we've had in trying to think about what we should talk about today. Uh, we talked about experiencing uh, our, our father, me, your dad, my dad, uh, relationships and partnerships, facing adversity, growing up in the 60s and 90s, which was really good. I enjoyed that. Work boundaries, vulnerability, uh, the ways in which we're hardwired versus opportunity for growth. And then last time we talked about staying flexible or keeping the balance. And as I thought about all those things, I'm thinking about what is, what's the umbrella over the top of all of this? And to me, it was character development. It's that whole growth process in which we're developing, uh, growing, and uh, character uh, just kind of stood out for me. Today, uh, as I was thinking about character development, I thought, you know, there's got to be a foundation for the development of our character. Um, It's got to be a a ground zero uh, for growth for us. And so I, I came up with some questions that I thought would be really good for us to think about. Um, First one, I I was thinking about, you know, there's a lot of self-help stuff out there. And and, uh, I was looking online to looking at some of the self-affirmations or what's commonly known as mantras that you hear things like, I can do this. Um, I choose what I become. My strength is greater than any struggle. And I, I'm, not, I'm not here to knock those positive affirmations necessarily, um, because I think it's always good to try to uh, destroy the negative stuff that's out there. Uh, we, we have too much of it, and it's easy to fall into it ourselves. And so we do want to entertain more positive thinking than the negative thoughts. But the question that came to my mind was, but is that all that really stands between us and achieving what we desire? Is it just the, the things we think? Now, it, it's a big part of it, obviously, because um, so many times when we in, uh, embark on some kind of grand, grand endeavor, we may get a little bit fearful, and so there's a need for some bolstering, and sometimes somebody that knows us and cares about us will come alongside and say, hey, you can do this, you can do this, just just do it, just go for it, you know, and, and there's, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to uh, determine the outcome of some kind of endeavor. Ryan, can you think of anything in your life that you really felt strongly about but didn't work out the way you thought it would? Um, several things, uh, many things. I wanted to uh, when I was applying for college, I wanted to go to MIT, which I thought I didn't apply anywhere else. That was my confidence was very much so m- misplaced in myself. Not that it, I'm not good enough. It's just that you have to plan appropriately. And that's kind of a situation where I did not plan appropriately, where it did not go my way. And, and that at that point, I did not know what to do. Um, other times had been um, whether it's going out for, for certain jobs or a lot of the being an entrepreneur 
you are baptized in this, I don't know if that's a great word, but you're kind of inundated with, you can do it, positive thinking overpowers all struggles. And you kind of struggle with that, as an, at least I have, with regard to, well, but my potential is only so much. I'm not a genius, so obviously I can't like be a Richard Feynman mathematician. It's just not in the cards. It's not that I'm being pessimistic, but it's just there's no amount of positive thinking that will put me on that level because I just don't start from the same place as someone else with higher like mental intellectual capacity. So yeah. I, I know that it's very much the mantra of like you can do it, you can overcome everything, but knowing my mind and like how emotional I am with regard to how I feel about myself, it, it kind of changes constantly. So to just say, I just mind over matter, it it depends on what my mood is, because that would kind of dictate whether I'm able to do that or not. I don't know if that, does that answer your question or? Yeah, I, uh, I was thinking about, and you've watched it too on the American Idol series. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times I would watch some contestant get up in front of the panel and they would perform. And I would think somebody's been lying to that person. Mm -hmm. And they would just be devastated when they would get this response. And I thought, isn't, isn't that a shame? I mean, it, it, it's good to, to feel good about yourself and, and the things that you have that you bring to the table. Cause there's so many things in our life that we don't control, obviously, but there does, if you were good at absolutely everything, it would really make it difficult knowing which way to go, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think a lot of the evidence of just your own life and the things that you're passionate about, the things that you're good at, that others have been able to confirm in your life, gives you some real direction in the way to go. But just simply being positive about something doesn't necessarily guarantee the outcome that you may desire. Uh, Another question that just came to my mind is, is the goal to control our lives? Or maybe to examine the evidence to discover what or who really is in control. I know for myself, it doesn't take long as I look at my history to realize that, um, man, there's a lot of things that I didn't they didn't turn out the way I wanted them to. They they, they really blindsided me. Um, I remember years ago when back in uh, back in the late 90s, uh, I was going to go to seminary, and everything was looking good. Uh, you and your sisters were pretty young at the time, and and we were going to go for it, and uh, we. Everything seemed to be lining up perfectly. Matter of fact, uh, just a couple of examples. We were going to lease our house. Uh, We were living in Austin, or actually Cedar Park at the time. We were going to lease our house. And we got somebody from the church we were attending at the time who happened to be a real estate agent who did some background checks on the people that were going to rent the house and everything looked wonderful uh so we said okay it's a go and on 
the good thing, too, was that not only were they apparently stellar, you know, folks to, to lease our house, but they we were also going to get $400 above and beyond our house payment. So we were going to get some extra cash, too. That was really neat. Well, um, that didn't work out so well. We uh, ended up moving and about three months into the lease, they jumped the lease and left. And along the way, we, we were getting phone calls from the local constable about problems that were going on in the house. And by the way, this was we rented to a group home um, that turned out to be a really bad thing. They destroyed a lot of things in the house. And of course, our reputation in the neighborhood didn't didn't do well either. So the next thing I know, I'm taking care of two uh, house payments, my own house payment from where we came from, and then the new one where we were at in Dallas. And that was a lot of fun. Um, there were some other things that happened uh, along the way. I remember we uh, we had a, I think it was a gas dryer, and the, the place that we were going to be renting in Dallas had electric. And so we had we had to find a way to, to get an electric dryer and somebody offered to swap us and they said, yeah, no problem. We'll give you this one for yours and you'll be all set. And I still remember the first time we used the dryer when we hooked it up at our place, it, it burned all the clothes. <laughs> we ended up having I rem- to jump. I remember that. that was just, it uh, did a number on them completely too, yeah. right? Yep, it sure did. So it's it's one of those things, and and in the meantime, um, we were thinking, well, all things are are working out. We prayed about this, and God was with us, and then this stuff starts happening. Um, and in it all, this is one of the things that I came out of it with, and this is where you really have to sit back and think, okay, how much in control am I of the things going on in my life? Not as much as I thought. Um, but before you start jumping on God too quickly, remember one thing, it's always a bad idea to determine, um, the outcome of, make the determination based on the outcome, what happens. You pray to God, which we did, we prayed about things and then these things happen. And so God's in big trouble now. We, um, (laughs) Uh, we determined that we weren't going to go that route. We weren't going to blame God for this. And it was hard because, you know, you pray about something and you say, hey, um, that that's what God wants to give us. And it turns out to be not what we expected. And so that was a challenge for us not to blame God for the, the bad stuff that happens. So, and that I mean, brings me to that. things that happen... Like my first company failed, not miserably, but it did not go how I thought it would go. But that turned out to be like one of the best experiences. Like to get a crash course in business, fail a business. Uh, It's better than any MBA you can earn (laughs) to understand all the complications and all 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 the intricacies of running a business and how risky it is and how much of it is not in your control. You know, I released the website and I was thinking, well, I don't know where I'm going to put all this money. And that's just not what happens. I released, went online and 
did not get an order until I cold called like a hundred customers. But that turned out being wonderful that it failed ultimately. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And a lot of people would take that as, well, I guess it was never meant to be for me to go into business for myself because I failed, you know. Well, I actually read an article in uh, Forbes or some business thing, and they said, on average, you need to fail at least five businesses before it succeeds. And I was like, who on earth? Who are these crazy people? But it's true. Like, I mean, I've always had the itch to do entrepreneurial stuff, and it doesn't go away. And it's not, it's not correlated with failure either, because I don't, like I said, I look at it as a great win. In fact, if my business would have been wildly successful, I think it would have um, made me think that it give me given me a false viewpoint of how hard it is to actually to do it. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that people lose out on if, it, if everything's given to them. Um, you know, people, uh, kids who are, grow up in wealthy households who um, where the parents have made the mistake of you know providing everything. Uh, to the extent that they're not given that opportunity to learn from their failures. Uh, not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. Yeah, it's almost harder to be, I would imagine, I'm not a parent yet, but to be a super successful parent to try to inspire that viewpoint and that respect for money. Because um, you don't want to like them to be without but you also don't want to overly spoil them. No, that's exactly right. Well, that uh, question number two that we brought up is the goal to control our lives or examine the evidence to discover what or who really is in control. Well, as you as you know, I believe that God really is in control. But there's there's a real challenge there because if he's in control... Uh, fact of the matter is we as human beings really tend to be these incurable problem solvers and if we can't figure it out then it just can't be figured out you know uh, and if things don't work out quite right then somebody is in trouble and it's usually God you know you know come on God we, uh, life is a mystery yeah okay but it's a mystery that needs to be solved and we need you to help us to figure this out um, there is a divine plan, I believe, and uh, but we don't see it from our vantage point. And, and having lived the, the number of years that I've lived, it's interesting to look back and see how things worked out. But quite frankly, as I recall at the time, it didn't look like they were going to work out. Um, I, honestly, to be to be honest, I there are some things that I'm still wondering about. But I'm learning to be careful about blaming God for things that didn't work out quite the way I thought they would and realizing that uh, God has to be given the freedom to answer in the way that he, seem, he sees as best rather than us dictating how he should answer those prayers. And that makes life interesting, yes, but uh, I've learned that you really can't be trusted well, it's interesting because everybody wants to blame God when something goes wrong. No one blames God when something goes right. It's always to their own 
success. Um, but yeah, I mean, even people that aren't religious or don't believe in God or they want to believe in whatever they want to believe in, it, it's interesting how many of those people end up on a deathbed and immediately, all of a sudden, because they're, uh, for myself, I think, coming from a scientific standpoint, like, if your entire life just, because we don't exist for very long, as it is, uh, babies die, people die in ways that just seem really weird and out there as far as, like, snuffing out a life too young. But looking at all of that, if you don't wonder if there's something else you're maybe you're closing your eyes or you're just not paying attention and like for me like looking at it from that vantage point if there's not more to this then given how many people's timelines are so different not everybody lives to a ripe old age of 90 years old what is the point you know like if there is nothing else then it's a very cruel unfair world that it's pointless uh, ultimately yeah. to be honest right like in 100 years no one will remember me but if you don't believe in any type of eternal afterlife or something like that to, to that effect it, it makes it makes justifying a lot of things in life very difficult sure i remember there was a quote by mark twain that says it's not the things that i don't understand about the bible that trouble me it's the things i do understand um and there's a lot of truth in, in the Bible, obviously, and uh, that we, we need to take to heart. But there's a lot of questions in life that we still, even at the end, won't, won't know the answers to. And you have to be okay with that. Um, in our pride, we, we uh, take too much credit for a whole lot of things that we really didn't have control over. And uh, I think the, the older I've gotten, the more things I realize that I didn't have control over that earlier in my life I thought I did and it makes you really look to God more to trust him more for the things that uh, are still yet to come and um, it's it's been it's been interesting yeah that reminds me I was re I don't know where I read this it was years ago uh, they had done like some type of scientific study because uh, as a whole in the world uh, the blood banks are low like a lot pretty much all the time. So they got scientists together to try to come up with a way to create some type of a synthetic blood that would sustain someone for a few hours prior to getting to a hospital or maybe permanently. I don't know. So they did this, all these scientific trials and, and invented this st stuff that could be a blood substitute. And looking at it under the microscope, it was the same. Everything looked the same chemically uh, all of it was identical to blood, but then they put it in the, through testing, I guess probably on rats or something. It just didn't carry oxygen like blood, red blood cells are supposed to do. Uh. And they were just befuddled as far as like, it looks identical, but then it, it begs to question. It looks identical and to our knowledge of what we understand is identical, but it's only to the uh, effectiveness or to the granularity of the instruments that we measure those things by. So mm -hmm. there's something there that's different. 
we just can't see it. And it's just very interesting. It's very, I'm sure it had to be a very humbling moment to realize, like, there's no explanation. I don't know. It's identical, but it doesn't work. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, the more you learn about life and, and the way that everything's been designed. How is it that you don't see a divine influence in all of this, a divine, divine power that, that created all these things? Just is incredible. But, you know, as I think of thinking back to this whole issue of character development, one of the amazing things in my life that that really was eye opening was when I began to realize I had this idea of where my life should go and, and how I was going to get there. And then discovering all along that God had this plan for my life. And um, I made certain decisions and, you know, I'd come to certain forks in the road and I'd make a choice here and a choice there, which was something that he allows us in our free will to do. And he took that choice that I made and he just continued with this process of growth in me, um, which now that I look back on it, I realize he probably would have done the same thing had I chose the other fork in the road to go, because all the while what his goal was wasn't to make me some fantastic uh, engineer or whatever. It was more about making me into the person that he wanted to see me become. And he could use any arena to make that happen. And he has. And so here I am today, uh, you know, at the age I'm at and, and where I'm at in life. And, and um, I'm looking at some of these arenas that he's brought me through, and I'm amazed. I'm thinking, wow, he really, as I've cooperated, and let me just mm-hmm. throw that in there, as I've cooperated, and I haven't. I have to confess, I haven't been very cooperative in a lot of <clears throat> in a lot of um, times in my life with some of the things he's wanted to do, and and I suffered for it. It's like the the, the child who refuses to learn what the teacher's uh, teaching on that particular uh, subject, and so a good teacher doesn't pass over it and say, "Well, we'll just move on to the next one." No, you're going to stay in the classroom until you learn it. And if we have to, you know, move you back and keep you at the same grade next year, then that's what we're going to do. And, and that's really the way God works, too. He keeps you keeps you there until you've learned what you're supposed to learn. Now, you can kick and you can moan and complain, but he, he's going to uh, keep your toes to the fire until you learn what you're supposed to learn. And that's what I've discovered. It's uh, Well, and you all- don't know that you passed the test of growing until it's an uncomfortable situation because <laughs> it's never like a, Oh, I'm better at planning my day. That has nothing to do with, it. I don't think God really cares about that. He does, but I don't, for me, it's more about how do you handle stress and how do you handle things you can't control? Because that's the biggest thing for me. Like my, my wife, the, the so when I drive, I, don't lay, I don't make left turns um, on oncoming traffic. I just won't do it unless I absolutely have to. I'll like take a right at the next light, turn around, and then get a stoplight to protect the turn. For me, that's rooted in risk. I don't take risk if there's a way around it. So for me, it's been a lesson of Everything needs to go my way and it needs to go exactly as scheduled. Every day that 
this has never happened. Every, every day something comes up, something, and every day I get upset about it, even though I know that it's coming and I know it's not going to work. Like today, I've been trying to test something for work forever, and like these certain servers aren't up and blah blah blah, and it just doesn't. That 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 is what it is. Like you have to deal with that. So that's been my lesson that I've been learning for many many years. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, uh, I don't have too much else to say about it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, but I, I did want to just reemphasize the fact that there really has to be a foundation for your growth. There has to be something beyond you controlling all things in your life in order to achieve whatever goals you may have. Because if that's all you're counting on is you, um, there's just too many things that you're just turning a blind eye to that you really don't have control over. Um, and that's where learning to trust that there is a higher power and he happens to be God. And he's got a plan for all of us. Uh, I think one of the good things for me, again, as I look back over my life, yeah, there's some there's some forks in the road that I ris- really wish that I had taken. I wish that I had been stronger and uh, more fearless about doing certain things, but God never, God never says, "Now nah, you blew it. There's <laughs> yeah. there's no hope. There's no plan B for you. I'm sorry. You just go sit over there by the bus stop and wait for your bus to the uh, eternal whatever." And um, no, he he's always got the ability to turn things around, uh, to look at the good, and to continue to bless you with new goals, new dreams, and that's where the love of God comes in and really shows you that he really does care about you. Well, if we were God, we would uh, be taking a lot of people up early, I think, (laughs) especially ourselves. It's like, I can't believe this. Are you stupid? I don't understand why you keep doing this. And it's really a... And understanding, like, the viewpoint of who God or how God feels about you. Like, I knew this. I really, I experienced this when I was, um, I was looking for some job. I was looking to get out into the working world again. And so, like, my company failed gloriously, and I needed to get out there again. And so I, um, ha- I went and worked at this, at this company. And then after a few years, I got burnt out, and then I applied to another company. And then when in the hiring process, they were like, well, you know, my agent was like, well, what salary do you want? I was like, I don't care. It could be lower or the same <laughs> as long as I get out. And so that, that kind of, like, instigated our conversation of, like, the viewpoint of how you feel God feels about yourself. And so my viewpoint of God was I – got into this job that I went in for the money and now this is my punishment that it's a meat grinder and I hate it and God doesn't want to give me anything good and he doesn't want to give me anything better than I already have so I might as well take my punishment instead of the realization and and it ended up that I made more money at the other, at the new job which mm. intellect like as I logically think to thought think about it thought about it it didn't make any sense to me but it's because my viewpoint of God was this, like, 
super begrudging old person that didn't want to give me anything so i had to kick and scream to get what i wanted instead of god wants you to have good things and god does no issue with giving you money and that was just kind of an eye-opener for myself of an experience for me with god was see i told you i wanted you to be happy and i wanted you to have good things it's just I wanted to be considered in the equation. Whereas in the first job, there was no consideration whatsoever of what God thought about anything. It was like, money? Yes, I'm in. And that was a hard lesson. It was a a very good lesson. And then an understanding that he does want what's good for me and he wants me to have good stuff and stuff. Like you've told me before, like God puts those passions in your heart that he wants you to fulfill. That's why he gave you those gifts. Yep. He is a good God. We don't really understand why he does some of the things he does, but if you trust his love through it all, you can you can uh, survive those difficult questioning times. So, well, that's all I had for today. Yeah, it was really good. I only had one last thing for me in kind of relinquishing that control over as a worry person, it makes it, it made my life has made my life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I thought it was all dependent on myself. I I would give it lip service that, Oh yeah, let's, let's pray about it. Let's talk to it. It didn't really matter. I was going to try it. And if it didn't work, it's because I didn't do good enough. And so when it's, it's a nice thing to kind of like, okay. But yeah, that was just what I wanted to tack on. Yeah, all good. Well, sounds good. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye.